Welcome again to Drew vs. World podcast about giving information through inspiration. Today on the podcast, we have two thirds of the Jack of All Spades podcast. How are you doing today, brothers? Doing pretty good. What to do? What's happening? Pretty good. Pretty good. So first and foremost, on on today, um, we have uh, Ken Wabibi. Yep. And Banks on the beat. Uh, and you know. Banks, I'm going to do this little sting that I know you guys do. So it's, uh, he is um, part of Fat Boy Tires, 3,700. Welcome to Boulevard. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Ken Wabibi, right <laughs> then Ken Wabibi, the new African, I mean, sorry, the, um, you have a new African country you usually say on each episode. That's true. So what, what do you have for me today? Uh, Tanzania. Shout out Tanzania. There you go. <laughs> the heart of Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really, again, this is a pleasure to have you guys on. I am a fan first, and to have you guys on is is an honor and a, and a privilege. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for having us, yeah. man. We appreciate you it. Definitely do. So, so can you give me a little bit of background about yourselves um, one at a time, and then let me know about how you guys started the podcast? Oh, go, go ahead, Banks. You hear the way? They're doing this. <laughs> you already know. That's our chemistry, though. That's um, uh, Banks, uh, Blue Water Banks. Uh, Banks on the beat, man. Um, here in Charlotte, man, I've been here for some years. Uh, I met Ken and DJ in high school. We all graduated from Olympic High School. Um, back then, it was just all party, all trying to get fly, all trying to figure things out at a young age, man. Um, we all took separate paths, but um, I think in our friendship, man, we were like brothers. So, you know, there's been things that we try to figure out together or run past each other a lot of times. And, you know, when you build that bond with each other, um, you know, it became, we, we've grown up and we wanted to do like more with what we had in front of us. So, um, you know, hence bringing this podcast together, man, we, we figured out some things and, um, it's really about community and in a sense it's like that's what we're doing is putting the spotlight on other people and what they brought to the table as far as Charlotte and um, that's been our aim this whole time is, is to kind of bring the light to other people because there's people that come to Charlotte you know there's all people from different walks of life that come here mm-hmm. and everybody wants to live here in Charlotte and um, it's great it's a welcoming city but people also look outward for things to do or look to other cities and look to Atlanta and this and that. It's like somebody needs to be that hub to let you know, like, you know, all those things you're looking for are already here. Exactly. Like this is where you can find them at. So, um, you know, we brought it together that way and we, we kind of took all of our networks of different people that we knew separately and we just bonded together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really loved what you guys are doing because I think there was a section of your podcast or maybe a session, section of your social media that you were shouting out local um, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or local um, facilities or even local um, shops and restaurants around the Charlotte area, um, predominantly black, but some of them weren't black. But it, it really helps. It's kind of like you're the Yelp for Charlotte. And it really gives you give like your recommendations and your personal like opinions on these on these places. Like I saw, I think you, you I don't know if it was you, Ken or you, Banks, where was at. Um, it used to be called Mangoes, but it's some place. It's another name mm-hmm. now. It's Roy's. Um, you shouting them out. I was Roy's. Roy's mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. And I was like, wow, that's a great idea because, like you're saying, there's. 
I, I'm a transplant myself. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. So coming down here is hey, really like, hey, <laughs> which call it? Um, really coming down here is like, um, you don't really know what's going on, really. If you if you if you're in one part of town, it's like that's your own microcosm. You kind of like just settle there. You really don't explore right. outside of maybe South End or Uptown or something like that for like a hot date or something like that. But other than that, you nobody knows about Concord or Noda mm. or what you call it, up uh, or even the university area. Plaza. Exactly, Plaza Midwood, all these different things that have all these positive um people and positive um, things that's going on. So as, as far as um, Ken, I, I want to you let you go on and tell kind of your origin story about um, kind of like joining the crew as well. Um, I mean, Banks said it best. Uh, you know, we mm-hmm. all came from Olympic High School. We met there. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you the, the exact time or the the circumstances that made us all meet, but it just like we all, I always knew Banks and DJ. It, it just clicked, you know, mm-hmm. so... Uh, came from there. We graduated high school. We we was growing up, and we figured, you know what, we want to go into business together. It was only right, mm. and so you know, we left. I mean, I think, I think Banks left out the kickball part. It's a kickball that happened, a kickball event we threw, and mm, then we, <laughs> yeah, okay. we threw a kickball event, and we realized we know a whole lot of people between the three of us. You know, you would think normally when you have your close circle of friends, some of your friends will overlap naturally right mm-hmm. so when we had this kickball mm-hmm. event we noticed that a lot of our friends didn't overlap and so we knew a lot of people between the three of us and so you know we figured you know what hey we should you know kind of use this to you know start a podcast and it kind of happened in, i want to say three phases because in the first phase was like you know we're going to try to highlight the hidden gems then we kind of moved to a phase where it was like everybody have a story phase and then we got to our final mm-hmm. phase where we at where we it's all about connecting everybody. So we want to know, like Banks was saying before, you know, we, we got things, things are here in Charlotte that, that you could find in Atlanta, you could find in, you know, LA, or you might could find in uh, uh, Miami. We had those things here. You just don't know about it because you're not connected. Yeah. So we, like, like, like Banks said, we want to be that hub to connect everybody that know what's going on around Charlotte. And that's where we you know, that's where we are now. Mm-hmm. So do you do you guys have like a favorite episode or a favorite guest that you had on so far? And I don't want to mm-hmm. say like favorite to like mirror them out. I mean like push them push other guests and say that they're shitty. But, but I'm more or, more or less the the person that you've learned the most from. I mean, I, if DJ was here, he would say every episode is the best episode. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> every episode, this is my favorite episode. <laughs> but nah, I mean. For me personally, I think out of all the episodes we did, which one did I, I think I learned the most from? Um, surprisingly, it was the episode we did with um, that foundation. What's the name of that foundation, Banks? I can't remember the name. Uh, Great, Great Foundation. foundation. Matt, Matt, Matt Skeen episode. That was a good episode mm-hmm. I learned a lot from. From, from him, it was surprisingly. Cause it wasn't really in our, I guess, demographics per se, but I did learn a lot from, mm-hmm. that, from that episode. Mm-hmm. What did you learn? Uh, well, this is how you know this, this other folks empowering, trying to empower our community as well. So as far as you know, not seeing folks, the whole the whole thing about the Gray Foundation is not seeing color, right? And you yes. know, recognizing that there's this this proportionate people in the community, and you know, trying to help them out. And I I, I like that a lot, and I resonated that a lot as well. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you, Banks? 
what was one of your favorite episodes or somebody or somebody that you learned the most from so far? Uh, well, I'm going to start off with a general statement because, you know, um, I have the responsibility on the podcast of editing all of the podcast. So I have to go back and listen to, listen to everything mm-hmm. from start right. to finish every time. So um, with that responsibility, there are a handful of them that, you know, and even editing them and going back, it's like I I get to interact with it as in the interview, but then I get to go back and be a fan and mm-hmm. and hear everything a second and third and fourth time or whatever. I memorize some of the stuff. So um, that is a couple of those that I really feel strongly about, but I will say my favorite one will be our first one. Um, and that's the one with my sister that we also had her in studio. We uh, interviewed her. We talked about relationships. And not only because that's my sister, but ultimately because that was our first episode. That was our leap. That was our step forward in making something happen. So, um, you know, anybody who's listened, if you, like you said earlier, you know, you listen to the first podcast versus where we are now, you know, you can appreciate the growth from there. So, uh, yeah, that first one is our baby to me. Yeah. And she was on a a more recent episode as well, where you guys were, uh, I think behind the curtain or something like that. And it was like, what do you know about Jack Wall Space? Was 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 she on that another one? Like it was. Oh, it was that just... was um, that was Ashley. Ashley, okay, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ashley Rogers came on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So as as far as like interview process, right, and actually interviewing your guests, what are some like practices that you kind of like come across that um, have allowed you to bring out the gems? of information that you guys usually get out of your guests? Oh, you know, uh, man, no, you got it, you got it. I'm bad. <laughs> you got it, man. <laughs> um, I'll say on my end, it has been, you know, we're, we're scripted for the most part. We do our research on everybody and we present mm-hmm. questions beforehand. And um, so we usually know what we're going to ask. I think on my end, it's been listening a little bit more. Um, you can prepare yourself as much as you want to ask the things that you expect and thinking you're going to know. But uh, when you listen, you can tap in a little bit deeper on what somebody's talking about, or they may kind of graze over something that may be a bigger story to it. And I might take them back and say, hold on, like you said this, but where did that come from? Or what caused you to get to that point? So um, that kind of reveals a little bit more about our guests. And I like to get into that a little bit more lately. Mm. Uh I second that as well, listening because, like like Banks said before, we our our show is scripted, um, and then sometimes you know we have to pivot from the questions because we do give our guests the questions a little bit beforehand so they can see what they're coming across, and some guests have to go ahead and run through the whole gamut <laughs> with the with the first with the yeah. with the first question, and so we have to know you know pivoting is one of the thing one of the skills that we have been working on throughout the course of this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, people get long-winded sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> so uh, this is just like a background. I will be on your podcast and on the first. Yes. I will be long-winded, so I will try to cut it down. And I will not answer any of your questions. Just, just the first thing. I'm, I'm, no, but, <laughs> um, so I, I guess another thing, you guys are like like brothers, you yeah. guys. And it's funny that you all of you three have special skills that kind of make your podcast perfect, right? Yes. One is good at video. One is good at audio editing. One is good at research and talking and and have a background, a multitude of backgrounds. So what have you learned about each other through these, through this like podcast process? Lead away, Banks. 
Is it because his name starts with B? Is that why you kind of pass the ball to him? I don't know. Yeah, this is why BB is always last, right? On the last leg. I think as far as learning from each other, man, it's it's been um there've been some growing pains, obviously. You, you don't people don't really like to talk about that stuff. Um but you know, behind the curtain of everything, there's been some things that we've even clashed heads on or whatever. But uh these are your brothers, so you learn to to really you want the best for your brother. So, you know, in any situation. So it it's about trying to learn how to grow together and grow forward where everybody can be on the same page and uh be on the same plane and just to be able to make the best of the situation that we have and understand the potential and what this is all about from the jump. So um, I've been able to recognize different things that I may not be good at it. And YBB may be way better than at me. And, you know, he'll take that responsibility and I'll take something else. And DJ has way better speaking ability and introduction. He's more personable sometimes. So like he'll take the lead. That's why he keeps pointing at me for taking the lead because <laughs> we'll usually point to DJ for this. Exactly. So now DJ's not there, so I'm here right now. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, um, we we've just become a better team as we've grown, uh, understanding each other and who's better at what and who should take a better responsibility at certain things. Um, you know, your shooter need to shoot the ball. Your point guard need to dribble and facilitate. Your big man need to get some boards. Yeah. So you know, you just got to understand who's better at work at both at what. Mm-hmm. You you uh, you gain an appreciation for everybody's part because you know mm-hmm. that's that's what works best for us because we we know hey I'm a perfect I'm a do well in my lane to my best ability and then by us doing that. By each person doing that, we hold each other accountable. Say, so, you know what? Hey, you're not doing the best in your lane. Tighten up. Hey, you're not doing the best in your lane. Tighten up. And we all know that, you know, it's not easy because we, we have lives outside of the podcast, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We have careers outside of the podcast, right? Until, you know, this podcast, you know, gets to a point where it's our career, we have to, you know, divvy out the time to perform for the podcast. And we, we appreciate mm-hmm. each other, you know, how we can lean on each other when times get a little tough, a little, get a little tight, saying, hey, I may not come through on this portion. Can you get the slack for me? And then we know that's your partner, your teammates is there for you, your brother's there for to look out for you when you can't pull the slack. And, uh, yeah, it's just, so you, you're going to, you grow a, a better appreciation for everybody's part, uh, I guess, everybody's role in the podcast. You guys touched on it so, so indefinitely and so correctly, is that that team ex- like teammate um, mentality is highly important when you're working with, with people in general. Because yes. when you lose that, because it's like, I was just listening to Charlemagne um, and Andrew Schultz on The Brilliant Idiots. Um, and they were talking about people having that teammate mentality. It's like, everybody loves the quarterback, right? Quarterback is like God, right? <laughs> everybody loves quarterback. Every, But if that left tackle ain't there, mm. quarterback don't mean nothing. For what, right? Quarterback don't mean nothing. If that right right guard's not there, that quarterback don't mean nothing. If that space is like left open, the quarterback just he, he can't quarterback. He's not doing nothing. Yeah, so, it won't last as long. Exactly. So it, it it takes everybody's part, even the person that they think is like the most minuscule, like exactly small part. It's like it's a part of the puzzle. If you don't have all the pieces to the puzzle, the puzzle's not complete, right? So. It's really kind of working out <laughs> with um, every working with everybody within your group to, uh, like you're saying, maximize each other's talent at the end of the day. 
Um, That's definitely definitely so, true. Uh, I wanted to kind of piggyback on what you were saying. Go right ahead. Because it's like, we all have a role, right? Mm-hmm. Jack of all spades don't move, you know, if, if I'm out, if DJ's out or Banks is out, it's, it's still jack of all spades, right? It takes mm-hmm. everything what DJ does for us to, for, to move. It takes everything that I do for us to move. It takes everything what Banks do for us to move. Even down to, to Jay Marlowe, who's our camera guy, Darius, who's our other camera guy. All those mm-hmm. components makes it work. Like you, you cannot have those components. You cannot miss one of those components and it don't work. So it, mm-hmm. it, that's definitely, definitely true. So, so who is the gentleman or the lady that takes care of your recognizance of your your information? <laughs> so we we we're going to talk about that because if they're searching me, I don't like that. <laughs> you're going to come you're going to come against a lot and a lot of mugshots. So it's cool. It's cool though. <laughs> I'm not about Charmette, that. Like, I'm, family, so I I'm a family Charmette man. Inmate search. Exactly. I'm I'm a family man now. We got Joe. We got uh, Joe Go. What's his name? Joe who? Joe Goldstein. Joe Goldberg. <laughs> Joe Goldberg. Goldberg, yeah, Joe Goldberg did the reconnaissance for us. That's the research team. <laughs> mm-hmm. So another thing about podcasting. So, what do you see for the future of Jack of All Spades? What is the future like? The next maybe, let's say, two to five years. Um, I, I guess I'll take that one. That's that's when I'll piggyback. Um, well, Jack of All Spades. We got to understand Jack of Space is the company, right? We're a media company. We're a small time media company because a lot of folks don't understand the facet of Jack of Space. So we're here to, to explain it. Jack of Space itself is a media company. One of the media outlets is the podcast, right? That's our first phase is the podcast. Then we're going to go into a phase where we have some original programming and then get into the world of a little bit of, you know, movies down the line. But our, our, mm. our first foremost is the podcast is our, our main media outlet right now for our media company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But our goal is, you know, to, 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 to get to a world where we can actually control the narrative. The media is a powerful thing. We want to oh, yeah. control the narrative of us, you know, and put out images of us that are more favorable as opposed to the, the, the norm images. And, you know, for us to do that, we have to create this entity. So Jack of Space is the entity where it's going to be controlling our image in the public eye. And so, how did you come up with the name Jack of All Spades? I didn't. I didn't even ask that question. That's a DJ question right there. Cause I believe DJ kind of <laughs> came with the name. We kind of roll with it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I, um, I, <laughs> I could probably touch on that for you. Um, early on, I think um, you know we were trying to figure out who we were, and you know there was so many different subjects we wanted to talk about. So um, initially, what came to my mind was jack of all trades you know it's the saying you know you do everything um but we changed it to spades because you know you call spade a spade you call it how it is so it's like you know instead of trades like let's go with spades because this is what we're sitting here we're sitting here talking about everything and what it is and and putting spotlights on everything so um that's how it kind of transformed into spades and jack of all trades jack of all spades all that i like that a lot so we touched on it a little bit so dj is not here no. right? If so, you guys are his best friends. Can you mm-hmm. tell me an embarrassing story or a funny story that you know <laughs> about DJ that he will, he will have to listen to this episode to hear? Um, I'll go first on this one. 
started off. Yeah, I started off. Um, <laughs> yeah, get that. <laughs> it, it was DJ's birthday, and we all went to uh, Red 28 in, in, in Noda. When it was in Noda, oh my God. Okay. Red 28. So I, I bought a new car. So I got a new car. It's a, it's a Kia Optima. It's a new car. It's new to me. It was a used car, but it's new to me, though. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we all, you know, celebrating festivities, drinking or whatever. So it's time to go home. And, of course, DJ can't drive. I said, all right, it's cool. Put in my car. I take him home. You got to pick DJ up. This dude, heavy. <laughs> Dead body weight, heavy. We get, we get him in my back car. get him in my back seat in my car. We drive him down the road. I want to say not, I want to, about five minutes into the drive to get to his house, he had to throw up. He threw up all over in my car. <laughs> my <Whoa>. new car. <laughs> but... What type of seats we're talking about? We're talking about leather seats. It, or, or it, it was leather seats. That's, that's, that's a good thing. Okay, good. It was good to clean up, but some of the the residue mm. got to the to the floor. <laughs> mm. But that's embarrassing. Still in the floor mat. Still in the floor mat. <laughs> Marinating. I got a picture of that night. I got a picture of him in that car that night. Oh. It's on my iPhone four somewhere. Though. <laughs> it's that, that long ago. A, that might have to be the. Um, picture of this podcast the graphic. Let's, let's, let's make it happen yeah this might... <laughs> we'll talk about it we'll talk about that we'll talk about that later let's... how about how about you banks any any other story that that comes to mind uh you know i i, I have plenty of them i just like you know like you said you a changed man so mm-hmm. i was really trying to get away from uh revealing so much so um ah it's, it's rough it's rough all right, we had some technical difficulties, but we're back here. Um, <laughs> Banks, um, so you was just about to tell me a great embarrassing story about DJ that only time he would be able to listen to would be on this episode of the podcast. Oh, man, was I about to tell you one? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's just like, yo, so many of them went in my mind, and like DJ is like in the education space now, so like all the stuff that I have are like, yeah, they would be they would jeopardize that a little bit, but uh, like I said, changed man. Um, but uh, a good one I can give you is um, I remember me, him, and a friend took a trip up to New York, and um, I had left them because I, I I used to live in New York, um, so I had left them went to go see some family. And while I was gone, like I came back, and uh, my homeboy took them like to the shopping district, so like he bought new hats, clothes, shirts, jerseys, all this stuff. Um, my homeboy bought a fake chain. And DJ got his eyebrows done. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, I, I mean, certain people up there was cool. with. Let me also remind you, you know, uh, our homeboy was Hispanic and um, mm. he was a Dominican part of the Bronx. Mm. So he went and got like a Dominican barber and shaved him up and then he did his eyebrows too. So they were like super straight mm-hmm. and nobody was really doing it like that then. So, you know, once he came around and uh, he came back to Charlotte, everybody seen he had his eyebrows like, <laughs> Super straight. I was like, yo, bro, what's going on? Like, you got makeup on or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's even funny because it came full circle. We did that episode with Casey who exactly. does the the, um, the eyebrow tattooing and who lost the contest and had to get their eyebrows done. DJ, DJ so it came wow. full circle. He got them done twice in his lifetime. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, it's funny that you, that is is it's funny that though because the Dominican Spanish kind of culture that's like very like prominent yeah, like the whole like right. know, eyebrow things then it's just because you know me personally my eyebrows look like they they hold a hand sometimes so it's like just in general I I gotta get them like 
touched up once in a while, but even actually my mm-hmm. barber, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. It's like, <laughs> he hey, put, he bring it down, he bring it down here a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey man, can you you know can you know get you know just right here in the middle of my house? <laughs> Clean that up real quick. <laughs> All right, I got you. Like, like it'd be funny because it'd be like my guy. Like we do this every time. Yeah, <laughs> we go new. through this. <laughs> You've been cutting my hair for two years. Is every mm-hmm. is, like why do you make me do this? <laughs> he likes to see mm-hmm. me sweat. But um, but yeah, great story. Um. So I want to um, just maybe the, wrong with it. <laughs> this is the one question <laughs> I want to touch on is what are you doing or what do you want to do to change the world? Mm. Mm. Let me go first. I'm, 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 I'm asking this question. Take it. Um, with Jack of all spades, my, the initiative is to provide opportunity. Because I don't want to just keep it between, you know, me, Banks, and DJ, Marlo, and Darius, right? I want us to expand to a point where we can actually, you know, offer jobs to people outside of us, you know, whether it may be social media managing or whether it may be a correspondent or, or you know, something, you know, that provides opportunity to our community. Because we see way too many stories where, hey, if you're not, if you're not doing music or if you're not doing sports, you kind of wash to the wayside. But there's so much talent, you know, within our community that we could find a place for you in Jack of All Space for you to actually come and contribute and you can have, you know, yourself a... give yourself a better standard of living. That's what I want Jack of All Space to grow to. You know, I always say from the beginning, from the jump, when we were starting Jack of All Space, and Banks can tell you this, and DJ can tell you this, I always say I want to be the Biocom, you know, for our community. You know, I want to be that big you know, so I want, I want it, it takes people to, to make that happen. So, mm-hmm. of course, as we grow, we want to start bringing all other folks into the fold, you know, to make this Jack of All Spades mission possible. I like that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, myself, as far as changing the world, um, I do agree uh, ultimately with Wabibi as far as building opportunities. Uh, it's just become a thing um, across the spectrum for me as far as building opportunities. Like I said, Jack of all spades being one of them. Uh, also, you know, Fat Boy Ties is family owned. So, uh, you know, I feel like as far as any industry you take on, if you can't provide opportunity or grow, um, you know, I feel like you're kind of defeating the purpose of yourself in a sense. So, yeah, I definitely feel like building opportunity, connecting dots, um, you know, and that, that also leaves your legacy behind because, you know, what Jack of all spades can do, the next thing that builds off that can be its own opportunity builder. Mm-hmm. You know, what Drew versus the world does and the people that he brings on, they're going to bring the next opportunity. You're going to bring the, the next person who's watching you is going to want to do what you did. You built a blueprint for that. So uh, that's why I see it. That's how I plan on attempting to change the world in my sense. Yeah, I I love that. I always ask that question because it's it's pertinent that we always have that kind of like endpoint or goal in our mind because at the end of the day we want to leave a lasting mark on this earth once we're gone. Um, and it's highly important that we all think about it because if we don't think about it, we're we're throwing our all that we've gotten through trauma and struggle and your parents doing X Y and Z to get you to this point. I don't care if 
they they didn't do anything to help you but for you to help yourself it's important that we you know have that goal in light for us um so we're going to go into a section i like to call shots fired and this week shots fired is sponsored by no other than poddex.com that's poddex.com now if you go to poddex.com for your first purchase and you type in dvsw yes dvsw that's Drew versus the world you'll be able to support Drew versus the world and get a pack of cards that will give you tens and thousands of new conversation starters for your podcast or just for your everyday life so if you go to podcast.com and type in dvsw at purchase you get a nice 10 percent off your first purchase thank you so much poddex sounds kind of fly we might need to look into that yeah this sounds kind of poddex um, so we're going to go into shots fired and shots fired is elevated icebreakers. It's about 15 to 20 questions. Um, we're going to start very simple in the beginning. They get a little more thought provoking at the end. The first thing that comes out your mouth, I mean, first, first thing that comes to your head should come out your mouth. Okay. So this is, this is the episode with a lot of different like breaks. I'm going to have to chop and screw this up. Like I, yeah. I live in Houston. <laughs> um, <laughs> interesting. Um, Okay, we're going to start, um, and then we're going to do it. Uh, one person goes, and the other person goes. Okay, cool? Cool. And Get this it. is Shots Fired. All right, what's your favorite color? Blue. Oh, green. I thought, I thought each question, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was each question, my bad. I'm sorry. I got, I got the format now. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite sport? Basketball. Track. What's your favorite cereal? Kashi. What's your favorite drink? Tequila. Water. <laughs> what's, your favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite movie? Ooh. Coming to America. Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite TV show? I don't watch enough. <laughs> oh shoot well for me family guy okay um what movie do you hate to love like a guilty pleasure movie mm. something that you don't want anybody to know that you watch like the notebook or save the last dance <laughs> titanic <laughs> I don't know if I have one of those. If I don't like it, I don't watch it. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your favorite type of music? Afrobeats, hip hop. What song would be played in your hell that because Satan wanted to torture you? I think the name of the song is A Thousand Miles. Mm. Like, uh, one, so, uh, <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I was trying to think, and like the first song that came to my mind, I couldn't remember. And the next thing that came to mind was uh, Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> good, good. Vanilla Ice. I like that. Um, what fictional world or place would you want to visit? Ooh, Hogwarts. Wakanda. Oh, man. Okay. You should have um, answered that. I 
What's one place you want to visit in real life? Congo. Africa. Who is your celebrity crush? Zoe Saldana. That's her first name. Saldana. <laughs> Saldana. Uh, I got to split it. It's between Neil. It's between Neil Long and J Lo. Okay. Okay. Um, what did you want to be as a child? A neurologist. A hooper. Okay. Um, if you had a talk show, who would be your first guest, alive or dead, and what would be the first question you asked them? I don't know why this came to my mind, but uh, it would probably be Bishop Don Magic Wong. (laughs) (laughs) So many questions to ask. I can't. I don't know which one would be the first one, but I'm sure y'all can imagine. (laughs) Must be Snoop. Snoop can be mine. And now the first time I ask you, same questions. (laughs) Probably so. Yeah, right. They should both be there. Yeah. I probably asked him why he started smoking weed. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, if you had if you had a choice, um, who would you be handcuffed to for a month? My girl. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know what? That's, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, look, that's the station. <laughs> you gonna chop yeah, this up sure. anyway? Might as well take that out and just be like, hey, this is the question I answered. <laughs> Might as well be cuffed up to somebody I love. We already there. Exactly. Anyway, so, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> like, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> and these next questions are powered by Poddex. If your superpower is that you can give phobias to people, what fun and interesting things would you make people afraid of? Farts. (laughs) (laughs) The fear of farts. Like, can you imagine, like, somebody just losing their shit over a fart? (laughs) And crying and breaking down? Like... (laughs) Uh, I can't I like top that. that. I, like that. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah, top we just that. move on to the next one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, what fantasy creature would you love to bring into the real world? Pokemon. Mm. Mm. Damn. Yep. That's a good one. <laughs> uh. Damn. I wanted to say that. Uh, I'm trying to think of something else. Nah, we're going to stay on Pokemon because you can't beat that. Yeah. Um, if a person created a bar or a cafe, I'm going to say and or restaurant, just with your taste in mind, what would it look like? Well, for me, it would be a a modern aesthetic, very clean cut. Um, and it just serves pizza all day. Ooh, okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mine would be pretty fly. I'd have like a lot of car aesthetics in the front. 
Um, the bar would be ill. The music taste would be on point at all times. Um, it would smell good as soon as you walk in there. Um, all kinds of food choices. Of course, you're going to have like some pizza. You're going to have like brunch options. You're going to have your basic burgers and, and fries and all that shit. But like, I think um, when the evening time comes, there's a back room where like all the fancy stuff is. I like that. So you can really go on a date there. There's a bar in the front, but it's a date in the back. You got to go through there. Got to go through the back door to get in there. So this goes into my, ne- my next and final question of Shots Fired is, what is your death row meal? So last meal of life. I need an app. I need an entree. And I need a dessert. You want to go first, Banks? Start us off, bro. You the foodie? Go ahead. Nah, don't do that. Okay. So the, uh, the appetizer... <laughs> I will go with the uh, the spinach dip for my appetizer. Um, mm. The entree, who I had some mean duck, so I'm gonna go with some duck for my entree mm. with a side of mash and some succotash on the other mm. side, um, and then my dessert, um, who apple pie, dessert apple pie, like close that. out. Mm. Damn. Um. The app has either got to be like some crab puppies or nah, some crab hush puppies and some chicken wings. Like we're gonna get two of them. It's my last ride out. I can order two appetizers, right? Do whatever they want. <laughs> you gonna tell me no? Tell me no. We talking about food. I ain't asking for nothing big. So yeah, let me get two appetizers. Uh, let me get some salmon. Uh, I need some vegetables on the side. Let me get some um, asparagus or like some. Um, yeah, some broccoli, like some seasoned broccoli. Um, for the dessert, I'm gonna take like a fudge brownie, like fresh fudge brownie, and some ice cream. I like that. So you guys have been part of Shots Fired. Okay. So thank you guys for your time. Thank you guys for your energy. Thank you guys for dealing with the technical difficulties. Um, Shout out Gary. Shout out to Shout Gary. Out Gary. Um, <laughs> an upcoming episode right after this one. Um, so can you tell people um, a, where they can find the Jackal Space podcast and any upcoming events you got going on? Uh, shoot. Banks, you want to take a hit of that? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stay to the form. Uh, yeah, you can, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, um, is it Breaker? Mm-hmm. Help me out because you know this is a DJ thing. Um, what else? Sponsor on YouTube SoundCloud? as well. Now we're on SoundCloud, YouTube. Mm-hmm. All that good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, we're on Instagram, of course. It's Jack of All Space CLT for Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, same thing, Jack of mm-hmm. All Space CLT. Uh, upcoming events. We do have an event coming up in the fall. We got a kickball event going on. So, like we was talking about earlier before yes, we got on. The podcast, we have our annual kickball event. We're going to start putting out some rollout for that uh, towards the end of the month to promote that. But um, yeah, so that's what we got going on is that kickball event. And we do have a new segment coming yeah. out soon. You get to hear that first. A new segment coming out soon that we're working on. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if mm-hmm. in any way Drew the World can be a part of that kickball event, I would love to be a part. Um, let's, please, let's, let's please. talk. Let's talk. Um, and the last thing we do on this podcast is say the catchphrase is love, peace, and chicken grease. Okay. Oh, already. You say it right now? All right. Well, hey, love, peace, and chicken grease, man. You setting up my dinner tonight, bro. 
<laughs> Love peace. You heard me put them wings on that appetizer, right? <laughs> <laughs> Love peace and chicken grease. All right. Thank you guys again. Mm-hmm. And this has been another episode. Drew versus the world. Sure.